The action continues to swell like the mighty Mississippi on this week's episode of The Wettening in New Orleans. Live at the spot in Culver City, here on Tales of the Extraordinary. The deluge hasn't let up in the Big Easy as the streets fill with water. Residents are already starting to flee to dry up pastures and businesses grind to a halt. Prominent banker and city official James Butler has proposed an ambitious plan to dynamite an entire levee, sacrificing one section of the city to save the rest. But it seems his motives aren't quite so altruistic. After a failed assassination attempt by a crazed cultist revealed a dark secret. All right, Jimmy, is this closet private enough for you? Yes. Yes, fine. And spill the beans, Jim, before the constabulary arrived to take care of the dead man in the other room. Yes. Who was that madman, and why was he trying to kill you? I can't... I don't... Look, if I expose the cult, they'll, they'll do unspeakable things to me and my loved ones. <laughs> They're welcome to try. I have plenty of bullets. I, I may have neglected to mention another key position I hold in this city. Dear Lord, yet another? They're going to run out of organizations for you to join eventually. Be quiet, Richard. What organization, darling? The group... I, I cannot share their name. But I assume they are made up of equally hysterical Levantines like the man outside? That's right. A lot of them came from the immigrant population. Mostly Italians squatting in the French quarter mansions. But they found something in the Padres. Is that the area you were intending to flood? Yes. In the cemetery down there, it was a statue. An idol. But so much more than just an inanimate piece of art. It was made of unidentifiable green-black stone. seemed instilled with a fearsome and unnatural malignancy. This sounds familiar. Go on. The statue represented, well... It could best be described to the layman as a monster with a bloated body and tiny bat-like wings. Did it have a face like a, like a cuttlefish and big claws for feet? Yes. You know it, Reason? Or something like it, right? A mate of mine was a captain of a ship back in New Zealand. It was attacked one night by a ship off the coast of South Island full of Caracas. The bastard sank his ship, but he and his crew managed to board their vessel first and killed every last one of them. What is a Caracas? Polynesians, like Hawaiians. Or Cook Islanders, more likely. Also dressed in funny robes, he said. Just like our friend out in the ballroom. You think the same cultists attacked him? Sounds like it. But more than that, he said he found a queer little statue on that other ship with a cuttlefish head and wings like a bat. Was it, uh, was it on a pedestal with little pictures around it? It was, yes. The monster squatted menacingly on a rectangular block covered with undecipherable hieroglyphs. What did you do with this statue, Jimmy? Nothing. That's just it. No one would touch for fear of, well, what happened to Giuseppe. And what did happen to Giuseppe? Things I care not to ever recall, lest I go mad from the horror. Sorry I asked. The cult leader, Mario. We called him the Elder Brother. He named the thing Buru, claimed to spoke to him in his dream. So he was a loon, then? Either way, we followed him. 
We did things, horrible things. The followers would take children and women. Other squatters like them. They would sacrifice them in rituals to the idol. All while chanting that phrase, Yah-Yah-Buru Fatagum. That's horrible. Aye, that's horribly familiar, actually. What? I remember a tale of a similar cult in western Greenland. People live in Greenland? Hush you. They also engaged in similar rituals with the sacrifices and the chants, and I believe they have a similar statue to the one you described, Jimmy. For an overweight squid demon, it certainly gets around. Hold on, Jim. Why are these bastards trying to kill you? Because I am not a murderer. I couldn't continue to be associated with such a twisted, perverse society. You mean the bank or the cult? Stop it, Richard. I couldn't resist, sorry. This is not a laughing matter, Dickie. The cult in that statue must be destroyed. Destroyed or hidden, so that no one may know of your connection to them. The levy! That was your reason for destroying the levy? Slow on the uptake, aren't you, Broughton? He plans to sacrifice thousands of people's homes to cover up his own crimes. Oh, dear Lord, the idol! Right. Wait, what did you say? We must save the idol! The idol? What about the people? Yes, yes, it's terrible for them. How sad. But we're talking about an ancient artifact that could have immense cultural and historical significance. I seriously question why I ever associate with you sometimes. You've got to stop the blast, Jimmy. I can't. It's too late. Monroe has set a schedule. The dynamite is being planted as we speak. Ah, but only ten tons of it, eh? Ah, yes, that's right. Ha! That's not enough. They'll never blow it on the first try. As you said earlier, yes? Aye. Jimmy, you've got to talk to your partner Monroe and try to stall him. Can you do that? I don't know. He's not an easy man to reason with. Come on, butler. Do it for Dickie. I'll, I'll talk to him. And just what are you going to do? I'm heading to the cemetery in Poydras and doing what I do best. Engage in morally questionable antics at the expense of everyone you know? I said shush. I'm going spelunking for lost treasure, of course. Same thing. I'm going with you, you bugalug. Reason? That's right. I have an interest in this thing, too, for me mate back home. Bust a few cultist heads for Scotland his ship. You coming? To stalk around a half-submerged cemetery in the dark. No, thank you. I am going to find Veronique Massé de Bois. That queer woman from dinner? Yeah. She is head of one of the most powerful aristocratic families in the French Quarter. I will convince her to help stop the explosion. Good luck with that. Come along, Reason. You shall be my trusted guide. If you call me Ungawa, mate, I'm going to kick you in the South Island, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Mr. Ford, uh, Frankie to Tony. Yeah, 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 just great. Well, actually, uh, not really. Well, there's been a, uh, a complication, you could say. Uh, see, I paid a visit to that copper you wanted me to knock. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, uh, the copper you wanted me to thank personally? Turns out you neglected to mention Gatsby. My monkey? Yeah, 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 Gertrude's monkey, semantics. The point is, don't you think this information might have been uh, relevant? Well, if nothing else, so I wouldn't have been surprised when I tried to, um, shake his hand, if you know what I mean. That's exactly what I'm saying. The unknown fact is what ruined the whole visit. I was lucky to get out with my face intact. 
And let me tell you, I've been on the receiving end of those teeth too many times. I, uh, well, you see, I lost the gun. Calm, calm down, Henry, Henry, you calm down right now. I'll get it back, don't worry. Hey, now, there is no need to bring my mother into I understand. I'd be angry, too. I am angry. I am. Unfortunately, I, uh, I need some more help. I'm actually standing in the doorway of the doctor's house now. Or what's left of the doorway. Mm, nah, I don't think so. It looks like a police-style entrance, if you catch me. I think our copper friend got to him before us. We got no leads, Henry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Really? Under his skin? I gotta say, Mr. Ford, that's pretty sneaky. <laughs> and a little on the disturbing side. Uh, hold on for a second, would you? Hey, Bobby! What is it, Mr. T? Uh, get me a pen, now. I don't want no pen, boss. Oh, just grab that one over there. Here you go, boss. Boy, that sure is a funny-looking pen. Okay, now. What's that sound? I don't... Wait, I don't think this is a pen. It's got a blinking red light. Ah! Throw it! Throw it! I did! Duck! Whew! That sure was close. We gotta get out of this place. Uh, All right, Henry, just give me the frequency. I'll just memorize it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, I got it. I'll talk to you later. What's going on, boss? We gotta pick up a radio receiver, Bobby. Turns out the doc has a homing device on him. In a few hours, he and the cop will be as good as dead. Turning now from Los Angeles back to the rain-drenched French Quarter of New Orleans, the diabolical leader of the French Quarter Mafia, Véronique Massé-Dubois, has gathered a group of her cohorts together to discuss some important news. Mon Dieu! You mean the Dickie Broughton? Oui, Jean-Luc. Tighten our beautiful quarter with his very presence. If there is anything worse than the Italian dogs infesting our city... It is an Englishman. Foucault must be avenged. Oh, he shall, child, he shall. Here's what we're going to do. Once we can find where he is staying, the four of us will strike with our guns this time, Marie. I said I was sorry. Look, I brought it this time right here. Ah, do not point that at me, you stupid cow. Well, I never. Stop it, both of you. We are the elite the French, not cultureless yokels. Let us act like it. Sorry, Madame Diabolique. Good. Now, Marie, did you follow our quarry back to his domicile? Oh, was that what I was supposed to do? Of course. I said, follow Dickie to his hole. Oh, I thought that was a euphemism or something. Maya Gopa! Why do I try? Why? Perhaps we could scour the hotels in the area. We can't just sit around and wait for his location to drop in our lap. Veronique Massé Dubois? Oh, I'm sorry, you have company. Oh, my dear Contessa. Marie, 
Gentlemen, this is old world money at its finest. The Contessa de Ville. Charmed. I'm afraid I don't have much time. Dickie and Reason are headed into the Poitras Cemetery, and I need your help to... Are you all right? Did you say Dickie, Richard, Broughton? Yeah. Oh, that's all you needed to say, darling. Jean-Luc! Hmm? What is it? Why are you moving your head like that? Oh, for heaven's sakes, will you two grab her? What? Oh! <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Let go of me. My apologies, darling, but we can't have you warning your friends. Warning them? About what? That the French court mafia will have its vengeance, dog! Marie! Madame? She is one of us. You will treat her with respect. Now tie her up and throw her in the basement. We have a lime to kill. We will return to our adventure in just a moment. Listen to your girl. Now listen to me. Now back to your girl. Now back to me. Sadly, she doesn't taste like me. But if she used feminine sweetening cream, she could. Now listen carefully. You're on a boat with a girl your girl could taste like. Listen back to your girl. Back to me. What's in my hand? It's steak cooked just the way you love. Listen to what she's wearing. What am I wearing? Nothing. Anything's possible when your woman uses feminine sweetening cream. I'm on a bear. Side effects may include feminine leakage, crotch rash, unexpected cunnilingus, and lupus. Can not be used as lip gloss. Ethel's feminine sweetening cream. The only feminine sweetening cream you can use on bears. Now available in honey. We now return to our adventure. We return to Los Angeles. Really, someone should invent frequent flyer miles for all this traveling, don't you think? Gah! Gah! Doc! Doc, wake up! What? Where are we? We're at the hospital, still! Ah, yes. How is young Mr. Moon? <sighs> Not good. The doctors were all saying Randolph's in a coma. Oh, my. I know, I know, it's serious. Don't know when he's going to wake up, if ever. Oh, my. This is so frustrating. We have no idea who that thug from New York was or why he wanted to kill Randolph. Or us, let us not forget. Well, we know that, Doc. Because your friend, Henry Ford, he's an asshole. Well, yes. Uh, but he's never been one for killing. We must have really made him angry. Oh, I suppose we could call him up and ask him who this... Oh, I've been trying to reach him for weeks now. His secretary won't let me through. Yeah, I guess she's still mad about being drugged, huh? Bygones! That's what I always say. Bygones! Really? Because I've never heard you say that before. Bygones! (sighs) If only Gatsby could talk. I beg your pardon? I said if only Gatsby could talk. Then we could just ask him. Hmm, that is a possibility. Yes. Are you being serious? Did I ever tell you I had been working on a device that can transcribe the thoughts and utterances of animals into speech patterns? Wow, that's a... That's... Grab your monkey, Officer Sullivan. He'll be my first test subject. Gats is down in the car. Let's go. Don't worry, Moon. We'll find the guy that did this to you. Miss, Mr. Cat. 
in New Orleans at the law office of J. Blanc Monroe, who just so happens to be a member of the board of liquidation of the city debt. Come in, come in. Monroe. James, how are you? You have impeccable timing, as always. How's that? I was just about to give the order to blow the levy. All the legal work is taken care of, reparations and all that nonsense. We're good to go. Well, that's what I'm here to talk to you about, Monroe. We have to stop the demolition. Stop it? Are you all right, ma'am? What, what, what in heaven's name for? Because ten tons will never be enough. We'll need more dynamite to get it all in one shot. Really now? You had me worried there for a moment, James. How much DNT do you reckon we'll need, then? About 40 tons. And Monroe, we'll need it as soon as possible. This would have been faster by car. Not in two feet of moving water. Yes, yes. It was at least fortunate that we found this boat. You mean stole it? I told you, we'll bring it right back. Ah, there is the cemetery. Thank heavens it is on slightly higher ground. Row us onto the shore, as it were. Right. There we go, mate. Come along. It's a fairly majestic place, eh? Ah, New Orleans. They really know how to bury a person here. Do we even know which of these mausoleums has the idol? Well, we could always look in each one, I suppose. Disturbing the dead's resting place is not my idea of a good time. Bah, I'm an explorer. That's all I ever do, really. Besides, it's not like we're just going to stumble upon it. Outsiders! Who? You have seen too much. The punishment is death. I say, what are you talking about? We hadn't seen anything until you showed up. I, you, are intruders on the sacred resting place of Buru. And now you've told us where we are. Well done. You were quite bad at this, you know. Silencio! Ya, ya, Buru Vatagan! We're surrounded, mate. There's only about ten of them. I'm pretty sure I can take the majority, unless they've got knives. Right, unless they've got... Oh, I see. Your heart shall give power to the Great One. Even now the seas rise in preparation for his ascent. The sleeper must awaken. That's nice. I say, is one of you named Mario? What? Uh, See, uh, that's me, Mario. Uh, Do I know you? We have a mutual friend. Look, we're here to help you. You are? We are. We're here to rescue your chubby little fetish. We have a fetish? Uh, Apparently robes and fish smell. No, the idol. The great Buru statue. We have come to save it before the levee breaks and this whole place goes under. The Buru statue? You you do not know? It, uh... No. Wh- oh, are you telling me it's not here? Uh, no, we just discovered it was missing. Uh, we assumed you were outsiders. Must Butler! Ever... What? Jimmy set us up. Everybody run! Aye. It looks like the water table isn't the only one that's turned for the worse. Will Dickie and Reason escape in time or be washed away by Butler's treachery? Will Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel, strapping old fellow, really be able to read Gatsby's mind? And what about the Contessa? Some of these questions might be answered in two weeks. Either way, don't miss the rising levels of excitement here on Tales of the Extraordinary! (laughs) 